It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is the podcast. It's my podcast. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Podcast people. Okay, the first word in this episode is derivative. Derivative. D-E-R-I-V-A-T-I-V-E. Is this podcast derivative of anything else? Number, uh, this is the first form. Noun from the 15th century, one is a word formed by derivation. And if you don't know what derivation is, go listen to the end of the previous episode so you can learn all about that. Two for derivative, something derived, something derived from another thing. And yes, we will get to derive and derived here in this episode, just before we start talking about skin. Number three, for derivative, the limit of the ratio of the change in a function to the corresponding change in its independent variable as the latter change approaches zero. And that sure seems like math. I like math, but that's at a level that I'm not so sure what I'm talking about. 4a, a chemical substance related structurally to another substance and theoretically derivable from it. Okay, so it's a chemical substance related, so it's, it's the structure of this chemical structure is related, oh boy, there's like, it's like a lot of words. And I miss, I'm losing my place. Chemical substance related structurally to another substance. So these two substances, these chemical substances have a similar structure. And this first substance could be derived from the second structure. I'm not a substance, sorry. I'm not entirely sure what sort of substance this might be or how one could be derived from the other one. Is this, maybe there's like a really complicated chemical thing, molecule but then a smaller portion of it is also a molecule or vice versa. I don't know. Maybe 4B will help. A substance that can be made from another substance. So that's really all this is. It's a thing that can be turned into another thing, or the second thing comes from the first thing. I mean, that's all derived, derivative, derivation. That's all what this is about. Five. Oh, this is long. A contract or security that derives its value from that of an underlying asset as another security or from the value of a rate as of interest or currency exchange or index of asset value as of a stock index. So why don't we read this again without the parentheses it will be much shorter and hopefully less complicated, but it's probably still going to be pretty complicated to you and I, or I and many of you. A contract or security that derives its value from that of an underlying asset or from the value of a rate or index of asset value. Nope, didn't help, still confused. But it's all about monies. Monies and monies and monies. Okay, 
we, we got to do a sound effect, and I think because we're going to talk about skin later this episode, we're going to do... I might be cheating using my hand on my face, but that's fine with me. The second form of derivative is an adjective from circa 1530. One, formed by derivation, as in a derivative word. A derivative word, the adjective derivative describes the word as derivative, and it is formed by derivation because it came from another word. Two, made up of or marked by derived elements. So it is made up by derived elements, or it is marked by derived elements. So it's just all take the elements and then they get derived into another thing. Three, lacking originality. And the synonym is banal, but it looks like banal, but I think it's pronounced banal. It's not original. So uh, why is it lacking originality? Why is it called a derivative? Because if it's not original, that means that it basically has come from another thing. Uh, you know, original idea is an original idea. And if it's not original, you know, you're just taking it from other things. I think it is very hard to find original pieces of art just ever now. Between music and movies and TV shows and just ideas and art and literature, everything. I just feel like it's all, it all comes down to a very few amount of things. Derivatively is an adverb and derivativeness is a noun. I may not be the smartest person or the funniest person, but I would like to think that this is not entirely a derivative podcast, other than the fact that there are lots and lots of other podcasts. The next word is derivatization. Derivatization, noun from 1967. The conversion of a chemical compound into a derivative. And uh, the example is as for identification. So you're converting a chemical compound into a derivative, another chemical compound probably. And uh, I guess you do that for identification purposes, and I don't really know why or how or who or what or where or when. Derivatize. Derivatize. That is a transitive verb. The next word is derive. This is the word that all these other words are coming from. This, the, all those other words, are derived from derive. This is a verb from the 14th century, 1a, to take, receive, or obtain, especially from a specified source. Again, same thing. Source, taking it, turning it into another thing, a thing taking it from the thing, the source. 1b, to obtain actually or theoretically from a parent substance. And this is back to the chemical substance talk. Number two, synonyms are infer and deduce. So infer or deduce. So it bas basically, if we're combining this with all the other things we've talked about here, if you, if you take some information, you can deduce or infer 
some sort of new piece of information. So that's why it's deriving. Information, doing some thinking, come up with some other information. Number three is archaic. The synonym is bring. Bring it over here. Derive it to me. Four, to trace the derivation of. So if you if you want to follow the evolution of a word or a thing, uh, and then you are you are deriving it. Intransitive, to have or take origin. Also, come as a derivative. Uh, there's a synonym for everything. It is the word spring. So like what? Spring forth. Spring is the transition between winter and summer. Summer has deduced that it needs to go through a temperature change. And I, I don't know. I'm just trying to combine all these things. Spring, spring, spring and bring. Bring is archaic, but spring is not. Deriver is a noun. We have finally gotten to the etymology for this whole section. Um, it is from Latin, derivare, which literally means to draw off, but more specifically, to draw off water. So you're taking water maybe from a well, maybe, I don't know, from a spring. Oh, a spring. Mm, see, a spring. Uh, so you're taking the water from a thing, and uh, that is from day plus rewus, or it looks like rivus, and that is stream. So, and then there's more at the word run. So that's so interesting. Like, I just, I sort of make a connection with draw off where you're taking a thing from another thing, from one thing to another thing. But uh, yeah, then it just became this whole big idea of chemicals and words and all this stuff. I think that is all. Oh, no, it's not. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun derived is the next word adjective from 1969 being possessing or marked by a character not present in the ancestral form and the example of this character is large brain in humans being possessing or marked by a character like large brains in humans not present in the ancestral forms as in derived features. So again, same idea. There's an older thing and then it turns into another thing kind of. And so, you know, the ancestral humans, be they early humans or other forms that are not technically humans, uh, Homo erectus, primates, whatever, um, they, they evolved over the years and eventually humans got bigger brains and then the other ones, and so those those brains or those those uh those creatures are derived or the features are derived because they came from one and changed into another. I hope I described that okay. Or you just stopped listening because you already knew it. The next word is the beginning of our, our skin section. Derm is an abbreviation for dermatologist or dermatology. And, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to see those uh, soon. Soon, 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 soon. The next word is derm again. This one is a prefix. 
So it's derm or derma or dermo. Uh, there's no year, and it just means skin. As in the example, dermal, with an A-L at the end. And the etymology says this is from Greek, derine. Well, before that even it was derma, and then derine, uh, which means to skin. Oh, it's a verb, to skin. How do you skin a thing? Are you talking about literally taking the skin off? Putting the skin on? Probably taking the skin off. And so, yeah, it's just it's just skin. There's more at the word tear. So you probably have to tear the skin or cut it to, to take it off of a thing. The next word. It is the suffix derm. It's the end of the word. Ends in derm. Like what? Okay, well, it still means skin. It also means covering. You know, and skin is a covering for your body, your bones, your muscles, your blood vessels and nerves. Covers the whole thing. Hopefully. Hopefully. There's an example. Ectoderm. E-C-T-O-derm. What even is that? I've heard of ectoplasm and ecto-cooler and ecto-1. Is it... Hmm, I don't know. I'm excited to get to ecto and ectoderm. How many other ecto words are there? Next. Derma. It's another suffix. This one ends in an A. Um, it means skin or skin ailment of a type. Skin ailment of a type or just skin. And uh, to be more specific... It's skin ailment of a specified type. See, we got more specific and specified. As in the example, scleroderma. Something with the skin. It's an ailment of the skin that's in a in a sclero fashion. And I don't I don't remember what that is. Again, this is just from the Greek derma, which means skin, or as we learned, to skin. There are other, there are uh, uh, plural forms of this suffix, derma. There's dermas with an S at the end, or dermata. Dermata. More skin words. Derm abrasion is next. This is all one word. Noun from circa 1954. Surgical removal of skin blemishes or imperfections like scars or tattoos, by abrasion. And how are you doing this abrasion? Maybe with, oh, really? Sandpaper or wire brushes? Are you really using sandpaper or wire brushes to remove scars or tattoos? I don't know about that exactly. I mean, maybe some form, but I mean, I've heard of tattoos being removed by lasers and uh, scars probably by lasers also. Really? Sandpaper or wire brushes? Those are the examples you're giving me? Dermabrasion. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's other things that I'm just not thinking of. Maybe it's different types of sandpaper or wire brushes. I don't know. I've never had to do something like this. Thankfully. I'm very lucky. The next word is dermal. Derm with an A-L. Adjective from circa 1803. One of or relating to skin, and especially 
to the dermis. I think that is, is that the upper layer, the top, the outside layer of the skin, or is that the epidermis? I think it's, I think it's the outside layer. There's a lot of layers. Maybe not. Um, the synonym for number one is cutaneous, which makes me think of the next level down. But number two, the synonym is epidermal. Epidermal and dermal are the same thing? That seems silly. More more information in the ease. Uh, next. This is another prefix. It is dermat. Dermat or dermato. Dermato. Uh, this also just means skin. It just means skin again. I don't know why. I don't know why we had to add the extra letters, but we did. There are a couple examples. Dermatitis or dermatology. So could we have made these words without the extra letters? Could they be derma? I mean, I guess it would probably be dermitis if we did that, but that maybe is not right. And then dermology? Maybe that just sounded weird to people. So they said, you know what? We need this prefix needs some extra letters like AT or ATO or something. That's what we did. It's just more ways to say skin. The next word. I just like smacking my face is all. The next word is, oh, dermatitis. This was the word in the example. Noun from 1876. The plural forms are derma, dermatitides, or would it be dermatitides? No, it doesn't say dermatite. It says dermatitides. And the other form of plural is dermatitises. Dermatitises. It doesn't have a pronunciation for that, so I don't know exactly how to say it. It's spelled D-E-R-M-A-T-I-T-I-S-E-S. Dermatitis, dermatitis. It's just inflammation of the skin. Your skin, your skin is getting inflamed for some reason. I don't know why. What did you do? Where did you go? What's with this inflammation of the skin? You got, you got the dermatitis. I should have had a dermatologist on this episode. The next word. I may get some dermatitis on my cheek if I keep on smacking it. The next word is dermatoglyphics. Dermatoglyphics. D-E-R-M-A-T-O-G-L-Y-P-H-I-C-S. Noun from 1926. One. Skin patterns. Especially patterns of the specialized skin of the inferior surfaces of the hands and feet. The what? Are you talking about the wrinkles in our hands? Are those the dermatoglyphics? Mm, maybe. And we also have like, um, we got the fingerprints. So maybe that is also involved with the dermatoglyphics. Because yeah, it's uh, patterns of the specialized skin. And yes, that is specialized skin there, I think. Of the inferior surfaces. It's on the inside. Of the hands and feet. That must be it. Number two, the science of the study of skin patterns. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if people are studying scientifically 
the wrinkles, like where your fingers bend and like, you know, when people do palm reading, there's the, all those lines. I don't know if there's much, much science behind that, but uh, definitely there's something with the fingerprints and how everybody's unique. And, you know, then you've got like koalas, I think, have very similar fingerprints to humans. Um, so, yeah, there's there's something going on there. I once had a discussion with somebody. If we are talking about the lines, like the like the palm reading lines, I thought, I said, what were, were the lines? Do the lines designate how your fingers bend? Like when you're in utero, when you're in the womb and you first close your hand, is it already closed? And that's why there are lines there? Or are the lines formed when you first close your hand and it's based on, you know, the physical structure of your hand, your palm, your fingers, the bone lengths, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the answer is. I never really looked it up, but, uh, you know, it's everybody's different, and I don't think it probably means much, if anything. Oh, dermatoglyphic is an adjective. Uh, let's see, this is from dermat, that's the skin prefix, plus the Greek glyphine, which means to carve. Hmm, interesting. And there's more at the word cleave. Hmm, it does kind of look like those palm lines have been carved out, kind of. We have one more word for this episode. It is dermatology. D-E-R-M-A-T-O-L-O-G-Y. Noun from 1819. A branch of medicine dealing with the skin, its structure, functions, and diseases. What, how did, how, what's the structure of the skin? How does it work? Does it have diseases? Is it inflamed? Does it have dermatitis? Are there moles? Are there cancer spots, tumors? Uh, are there are zits, blackheads? So many different things that be, that can be going on with the skin. Is it dry? Is it sunburned? Is it not oily enough? Too oily? I don't even know all the things that can happen. You should go to the dermatologist regularly. I have not been in a little bit. Um, in fact, if you are especially of the younger age, um, this might seem kind of silly, but it probably is a good idea to make an actual map of all of the spots on your skin, unless you just have too many. But, you know, you could you could make little simple little pictures of like, okay, I got some dots over here, because then every year you can check and see if it's new. Like, I wouldn't necessarily know if a spot is new. You know, they say, oh, is this a new spot? I don't know. I see my skin, but I don't know. I don't haven't memorized all the dots on my body. There's enough of them that I don't know. But, you know, maybe you should pay more attention. Yeah, get yourself checked. Okay, I'm going to play dermatologist here. Please put on suntan lotion whenever you are going outside for a period of time, uh, even just a little bit. And even if it's cloudy, you can still get uh, UV problems and radiation and maybe burned and all those things. And so, you know, be careful and don't be stupid. Dermatologic or dermatological, that is an adjective. And dermatologist is a noun. Go go check with the dermatologist. You know what? I think it's time to reread the word so we can pick a word of the episode. Wordy, wordy, word to word. Derivative. Derivative. 
derivatization, derive, derived, derm, derm, dermadermo, derm, derma, dermabrasion, dermal, dermat, or dermato, derm, I want to say like derm, 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 derm tomato, derm potato, dermato, dermato, you say dermato, I say dermato, dermatitis, dermatoglyphics, or dermatoglyphics, and dermatology. Hmm. All right. I, you know, I was thinking about maybe just dermatology, but that might be just too big of a topic. So um, maybe, maybe we'll get a little bit more specific and we will pick dermatoglyphics as the word of the episode, because I just think that's an interesting thing to study, the, the patterns on the skin. And maybe, maybe, maybe people are studying non-human creatures with their hands and feet. And what do their patterns of the skin have to tell them, if anything? I don't know. Dermatoglyphics, dermatoglyphics, study the patterns of the skin, dermatoglyphics. That's going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, that's it. That's all I got for you for today. Okay, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.